All right, we're back with the NHSportsPage.com podcast, and this week brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings, locations in Nashua, Manchester, Concord, and Newington. And I think I haven't hit all four in one day, Dave, but I believe between the two of us, we've gone to all four of those at least 100 times each, right? I was just at uh, the Nashua Buffalo Wild Wings with uh, a little shout to Leo Gershkorn, head coach ah. uh, of your Condal Cougars. That's right. Uh, we were, are they your – I can't I can't keep track of all the adopt. You are the uh, the Mia Farrow of adopted team. How many adopted teams that, do we have now, that, that is not a very recent reference. You might want to go with Angelina Jolie for a more contemporary oh, yeah, adoption reference. But, uh, well, no, but she had a bunch of kids herself. Your point is well taken. But I, I, right now for football season, I only have two. I have the Spalding Red Raiders and the Raymond Rams. That's it. Okay. All right. Until That's I adopt another one. We're doing um, – We've done this in the past, but this year we want all of the champions, all four of them in football, to have their team party after the season and watch the championship game on which you and I will be on the call at UNH. There's a really good chance we fist fight at UNH because that's just too much time for you and I to be locked into a room together. But we want to have the teams watch their championship games at Buffalo Wild Wings uh, like we have done for Bedford in the past, Exeter, so forth. So we did that with Pembroke Boys and uh, Epping Boys basketball last year. So, uh Whoever it is, we shall see. We're going to figure that out, uh, who the main candidates are here in the next couple of weeks, here in weeks three and four. If we have to go hand-build a, a Buffalo Wild Wings in Swansea, we'll do that for Monadnock if they happen to repeat this year, right? That's... I think we got to build one in <laughs> Jaffrey, too, for Conant basketball. Yeah, so we're working on it. We'll get, we'll get, maybe there's a mobile Buffalo Wild Wings that we can make happen. But, yeah, Swansea, we got to get one in Keene. How come there's no Buffalo Wild Wings in Keene? That doesn't we make, make that a lot happen. of sense. That's uh, the, the, There absolutely should be one. Absolutely, positively. That's, that's, that's my alma mater, my college alma mater. So we're going to, um, as we do every week, get to the games. Uh, really interesting one to start off. Um, and uh, and this one was actually in staff picks. Uh, but before we do, just real quick, again, the games we're out at tonight, you mentioned Swansea. Pete Terrier returns. This is I'm really sorry, exciting. who? Who is this? This is like on Sesame Street when Guy Smiley was gone for two months and you had no idea where he was. <laughs> He came on, started calling the news, and everybody was happier. So, so Pete is back. Not only is he back, he's going to Swansea uh, with Jennifer Chickruth, the franchise, for a tremendous football game tonight. Lebanon at Menadnock in Division Three, and then I will be in Hudson, New Hampshire tonight, uh, on top of a press box as uh, as one of our favorite athletic directors, Karen Bonney, informed me uh, when Alvern hosts Southhegan, the Sabers. Uh, so that's going to be a tremendous game. I'm really excited about that one. So those are the two games we're out at tonight. All right. Yeah, sounds like two uh, two good ones we've picked out. So that should be uh, should be excellent. I'm going back next week. Uh, you don't usually talk about week ahead games, but going to do a small school battle next week. Londonderry will be at Pinkerton next week. So I want to get those to small Pinkerton. Is that uh, – I thought they were in the same level as Concord Christian as far as basketball goes, Schoolhouse right? Schoolhouse on the Hill. Yeah, okay. Pinkerton Newton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they might co-op this year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we'll get to the games, and we start off with an interesting one. We just we read them off just as they are in the NHIAA website. Your Spalding Fighting McIsaac hosting right. the winner kind of works. This was in staff picks. I will cede the floor to you, sir. Well, you're going to be shocked here, Dave Haley, but I have selected my Spalding Red Raiders in staff picks, and uh, this should be an interesting battle because Winnicott is kind of in a rebuilding mode. Uh, and they both they both lost to Nashua North. Both kind of got hammered by North, uh, and lost uh, tough games otherwise. So zero and two, really uh, teams trying to get their season turned around. The head coaches played together on some uh, some really uh, championship wagon 
summer resort teams back in the day. Uh, so it's going to be a, almost a family affair when so, when uh, when it kind of takes on Spalding. So I like the Red Raiders because they're at home, and also because I, I bleed Red Raider red. So, but this should yeah. be should be a tight one. Cam McIsaac on lead trombone or whatever the heck you're playing of that trumpet. trumpet. Get it right, Come trumpet. On. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Warriors of Winnicott, but I absolutely think this could go either way. Um, I think one of the Seacoast uh, Online guys, maybe Jay Pennesaw, I, I, I'm sorry if I can't remember, but I think there, there might be a court. They may have a new quarterback in this week for Winnicott, so that's something to watch. But I'll go with the Warriors, um, but that should be a good one over there. And this was in staff picks, and I did see uh, Pete Terrier did pick your Spalding fighting McIsaacs, which begs the question, mm-hmm. serious question here. When's the last time somebody picked Spalding with a football game in our staff picks that wasn't you? Oh. Like, seriously, what year? No, well, it's hard. Uh, it, it's been a while. Let's put it that it way. It happened. Yeah. It, it, it might have happened several times. It happened. Are you calling that game? Yes. So, yeah, that'll be on that MOSN, and uh, I will throw the link on nhsportspage.com if you want to click on that and listen. And, uh, Very good. The, 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 the straight down the middle, uh, completely uh, unbiased uh, call of the game, you can, uh, you can hear on NHSportsPage.com. Well, if they were playing a Manchester team, it would be pretty bad. But they're playing a, a fellow uh, Seacoast homer team in Winnicana. Yeah, as long as they get this thing wrapped up uh, quickly, because I don't want to get too cold on top of that box. But both teams run the ball a lot, so let's go. <laughs> yeah, I almost died of hypothermia on top of that press box once. Because uh, you dragged me up there. You've, you've never right, mentioned that. Dover. <laughs> Dover, uh, Joe Manzi, by the way, brought me coffee that night. I'll never forget it, ever, ever. Uh, Dover uh, is at home against Nashua North. Nashua North just seems to kind of be feeding right now. off. So it's it's sort of like a great white shark prowling off Hampton Beach. Um, I'm going to go with Nashua North because I think Nashua North is very good. And and on a side note before you make your pick, I'm excited for this division to kind of play out. I, I, I'm excited for, you know, like a Nashua-North Merrimack game coming up. Mm. I think that's going to be a really good one. I, I still believe in Nashua-South BG with a big one last week. So I think that that West Conference could be interesting, but I, I definitely like Nashua-North tonight. Yeah, as much as I love my boy Kumba and uh, the Dover Green Wave, uh, Nashua-North has uh, been taking no prisoners, especially with the Seacoast yeah. teams early on. So got to go with the Titans there. Yep. Uh, Exeter is at home at Bill Ball Stadium against Merrimack. Uh, it's a game I previewed in the Thursday Thoughts. Um, I like Exeter in this one. I picked him in staff picks. My thing is, um, and they might get mad at me in Merrimack for even just, you know, kind of like it's a foregone conclusion. I don't think it is, but I'm interested to see can Merrimack hang with Exeter. I want to see what the difference is between the best team from the East and one of the best teams from the West. I like Exeter at home. I think Exeter... I've said it many times. I think they're going to UNH. I think they're going to be the team that gets out of there. But uh, but this will be a good one tonight. It's an interesting game. Yeah, good measuring stick for uh, for the Blue Hawks. But yeah, I think especially at home, I, I I like Exeter here. It's funny these two teams play on fields uh, that you think the other one would play on. Exeter on the turf, and Merrimack usually has like the five inch U.S. Open rough on their football field. So yeah, they do. They should they should switch fields, and I think it would suit the other one. But uh, my boy Grahalva's throwing the ball around well. Right, Seacoast champion Ryan Grahalva. I know. Yeah, he's a big kid, and he's a big physical, he, you know, uh, football player, and uh, he does give them the ability to throw the football. And we've seen that a couple times with Exeter. Um, and when they have that, boy, it's really dangerous because they do a really good job with those tight ends, and getting them out, and so forth. By the way, speaking of tight ends, you see Hunter Long is doing terrific for BC, former Exeter player. I did not see that yet. I haven't had a chance to to, to watch BC. I watched a little bit when they beat uh, Virginia Tech, but uh, not, not not enough to absorb he, he them. Yeah, touchdown that game. Oh, did really? he? See, I'm yeah, he touched on Kev. So I'm, yeah, I'm so. Big Pete loved Hunter Long. He always used to interview him because he was just a mountain of a man. <laughs> at, uh, 
Pete loved uh, interviewing him. Speaking of Pete, I did not plan the segue. Sometimes it happens organically. Nashua South at home against Keen Linwood Patnos Blackbird. Um, I like Nashua South in this one. I was surprised that they lost to PG last week, especially if they got shut out. Um, I'm wondering when they get Dante Young back. He was hurt during baseball season over the summer, uh, summer baseball. Um, when he gets back, that's a really good dynamic playmaker they'll get. But I like Nashua South. That's yeah, I like South in this one as well. I know Keaton's kind of young, and they're probably, you know, with Linwood Patnode, he's uh, a great coach. It'll probably have them on the come up, but uh, for now, we're going to yeah. take South in this one. Yeah, yeah, we like Linwood Patnode a lot. Uh, Manchester Memorial at home against Winless Wyndham. I know we haven't said that very often in Week 3. Winless, they've, they've played, uh, in their defense, they played Bedford in Week 1 and lost a very, very close game with Goffstown last week. Goffstown, who, of course, had beaten Pinkerton. The week before, um, I definitely like Wyndham to get off the snide and get Coach uh, Burn his first win over there uh, for the Jaguars. Yeah, Wyndham's uh, Wyndham might be in a spot where they're in such a tough uh, subdivision there with the uh, you know Londonary Pickard yeah. Salem every year that they can be a really good team every year and not ever make the playoffs. Unfortunately, I, I feel like I, I feel like the last couple of years Pelham has been that team, you know, mm. and we're always like, oh, Pelham, you know, should get in the playoffs, but they, you know. It, it, Wyndham might be that team. They they got to put together some wins. I think they're going to beat Memorial this week. But they've remember that Wyndham team didn't make the playoffs last year, and they beat Salem and Pinkerton yeah. during the season. And Brian O'Reilly actually credited when I did the preview call with him. He actually credited kind of turning Pinkerton's season around. It, it was kind of the game where they're like, wait, did we just lose to Wyndham? And and just because it was a smaller school in the area, right. and the kids you know kind of got caught off guard. It was a very good Wyndham team, a very legitimate loss. But it kind of turned the season around. So, so with Wyndham, I, I think they get the win there against Memorial. Manchester Central is at home, and they are struggling this year. And they play the small school on the hill, Pinkerton Astros. I like Brian O'Reilly's team to win their second game of the year. I'm going to concur with you on that one. Yeah, I wonder what's going on with Central. But, yeah, go uh, go with the Astros in this one. A little down this year. Uh, Salem at home uh, as much as they can. No, actually, no. This, it says location Salem, Memorial Field Concord. So I, hmm. I believe this game is at Salem, but I believe that Memorial Field is not being uh, helicoptered over to uh, well, the Salem area. We can't. So this conf- game should be played. We can't confirm what? that that hasn't happened, but let's assume that it has. No, we, yeah, <laughs> we don't want to go too far. That's we don't want to start talking about things we don't know about. That's right. So yes, there's a chance that Memorial Field has been lifted and being pulled over. But uh, I like. I believe this game's at Salem, which will be in Haverhill. I like Salem. To bounce back, they had that morning defeat to Londonderry last week, and a huge game was close for a while. Londonderry pulled away late. Um, I think Salem's one of the best four football teams in the state of New Hampshire. I, I think they're going to put Concord to 0-3. And, and one thing about Concord, we covered them last Friday night. Uh, Matt Corsetti and the franchise covered that game for us, all the video highlights and everything. I thought Concord showed a lot in hanging with Bedford the entire game and Really did. Eric Brown did a really nice job from one week to the next, having his team prepared and improved. And uh, I thought they really showed something last week. That that's a team that's young, man. They they could be pretty good next year and the year after. Concord's got a lot of young talent. Yeah, I gotta go with Salem in this one though. Uh, what was up with those? Uh, it wasn't SAT week last week, was it? What was going on with those early games? A couple of them. I don't know. I think it's because the rain was coming. Oh, that might afternoon. be it. Yeah, that, that might have been it. Yeah. Um, I love what we just speculate on live radio. <laughs> um, Londonderry at home against uh, York Timberlane Owls. Is that one of the teams you adopted? I'm going to go with Londonderry. I know this will surprise you, but I like the Lancers. I think the Lancers are the best team in the state. I have them. Uh, I picked them in the in, in my 7,000-word Opus Division One preview to go to the championship at UNH. 
against Exeter, I like Jimmy Lozon's team to go to three and zero. Yeah, much as I love uh, the Timberlane Owls and the uh, what what was the uh, the Electric Factory, I, I think they've all moved on to college. Yeah. And uh, what happened to those guys? Did they break up or something? Uh, well, you know they, they they went their separate ways. I think in college, I don't really hear from them much anymore. Maybe maybe they'll give us a shout out when they hear this. But uh, and Jason we, Hughes, we should explain who the Electric Factory is to people. Yeah, they were they, this group of uh, of Timberlane students that uh, knew way too much about us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at nhsportspage.com and uh, no, made it a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure where those guys are. Yeah, they were great. We had them film a couple of segments for us. They were really like just great kids from Timberlane. They're all they're all college now, so they'll be taking over the world soon, and really not soon enough. There's speculation uh, about uh, just one thing. There's speculation about the different or their uh, their breakdown of different types of bears when they played Goffstown was uh, was, yeah. was classic. Yes, they, they Kodiak bears way too high. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> I, I believe that the quote was they were talking about playing golf down. It's like grizzlies are like the eighth best bear, and then they ran <laughs> bears. That's which good was stuff. Really fantastic. That even tops when you and I were ranking Muppets years ago, and you were incorrect in not having. No, I, I I'm not going to argue with you because I was right. I don't argue when I'm right. I'm not getting into this with you again. Hanover is at home against Kingswood. Uh, I mentioned Kingswood because yesterday I had the pleasure of playing golf with uh, Jeff Beckley, who uh, was an All-American uh, kicker at Plymouth High School, played for Boston College, he was a punter, and Jack Bicknell, who was longtime Boston College football coach, great, great guy, Cowboy Jack, he was Doug Flutie's uh, college coach. We played with him yesterday, and we were talking about uh, Coach Lenahan, and I was saying to Beckley, who of course played for Coach Lenahan, every year I would say, Coach, who do you got in the opener? He would say, the unscored upon, undefeated Kingswood Knights. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they would get scored upon pretty quickly once Plymouth got there. That's true. But neither team has won a game. Hanover's in a real rebuilding mode. I'll go with Hanover because it's the home, but uh, Hanover's really uh, rebuilding this year. Yeah, and just to be a contrarian, I'm going to take Kingswood to kind of sneak over and grab one, even though it's a long. I drive to Hanover way too much doing uh, stuff for Dartmouth, but that's a long bus yeah. ride from anywhere. But I'll take uh, I'll take the Knights here in that one. Yeah, Manchester West at home against Pembroke. Uh, I like guard play for Pembroke. I think that if they can get out in transition early and control the boards, then uh, I like them against Dave. Man. Dave, yeah, uh, Kafani Williams is not walking through that door. Um, Pat Welch, not walking through that door. This is football. Wait, Joe Simpson's not playing for West? No, no, turn, no. I don't think he has any eligibility Keenan, left. Keenan Karen not playing? Nope, nope, nope. Motu Maker, I'm no. Gonna go, I'm going to go with West in this football game, apparently. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Manchester West to beat Pembroke because uh, I don't know when the last time Pembroke's won a road game. I'm just going to go with Manchester West. I think Manchester West will improve this year. Yeah, I'll go, go with them. I'll go with West as well. And for all of the, for those of you that are saying, are they going to do this joke every week with uh, with Pembroke football? The answer is yeah. yes. Yes, we will. Yeah. And eventually, it'll, until we get bored of it, it's it's and, and, and the <laughs> it's funny at first, then it'll be not funny, and then eventually it'll come back around again and be funny again. It'll always be funny to us, but to people listening. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, we've been known to kill a joke. I had a buddy in college who was the same way. He would say something that was kind of funny. Then it was really annoying. Then it would make you angry. And then somehow, some way, it became funny again like, you know, at the 80th time you'd say it. So we're, <laughs> we're really going with that model. That's right. Uh, Conval is at home against Hollis Brookline. I like the Cavaliers to throw the ball all over the yard with Sander Wimmer. Um, no word on Quinton Wimmer, the wide receiver, his brother. He was banged up um, in, late in the preseason when I talked to Chris Lonis, the head coach. So I, I haven't got an update on him. I hope he's back soon because he's one of the best football players in the state. 
Um, but I like Hallsbrook line. I think Hallsbrook line is definitely a playoff team, and I like them to go to Combound one. Yeah, same here. I like the Cavs in this one. Uh, really, really good. So two in a row, two really good games in Division Two. Uh, Milford and Pelham. Milford at home against Pelham. Um, I like Milford. I just think that Joan uh, Juscu is really good. Gavin Erda is putting up Bo. Did you see the Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl reference I made this week? I have. I've only just started to. We had so many technical issues in New Hampshire today this morning that I was like a chicken with my head cut off. So I've not had a chance to read the. Uh, the, the Thursday thoughts or, or anything yet, but I'm uh, no, it's great. I I somehow get to read your top ten though every Monday morning, but that's okay. Don't worry about you have, it. Usually, you have a lot less going on than the rest that, of us. That cares, there's one person in every relationship that cares about the other person more than the other person cares about them, and obviously, there we are. Glad you finally it. recognize it. That's good. <laughs> well, you like in this one. I like Milford. Yeah, this this, oh, this should be a good one because uh, Pelham's got such a good defense. Milford, I, I gotta go with Milford, I think as well. But I think it's a one score game. It usually is with Pelham's involved, right? Uh, yeah, I like Pelham a lot as a team. I I, I like Milford in this game, but um, I'd love to see uh, get out and cover Pelham and see them in the playoffs. So the game that I'm going to be at tonight, which I'm really excited about, uh, Southeastern is coming in to play Alvern. This is a big time Division Two game. Alvern coming off a loss, they were up. Um, against uh, St. Thomas last week, and then St. Thomas came back and really showed a lot of uh, gritty-gutty, as we used to say. Uh, a lot of gritty-gutty to come back and win that game. So Alvern's got to kind of try to bounce back tonight. I think they will. I think this is a really good game. I think in staff picks, I saw that a bunch of people were picking Sauhegan. I wouldn't blame them at all, but I'll go with Alvern. But I'm going to this game because I think it's going to be an absolutely terrific football game. I, one last thing, I was texting with Robin Bowcat, the head coach of Sauhegan, and we both were saying, I expect a 20 to 13 kind of game, like low scoring, you know what I mean? Um, very physical defensive game. Uh, did you ask the question you know I want answered to, uh, to Coach Robin there? I did not ask him if you. I was, I'm going to see him tonight. Especially if they win. I'll tell you right now, if they win and I'm interviewing the entire Sauhegan team, so I, I will ask them straight. I'll ask the kids. By the way, because I really I think it's their decision. It's the most important question in, in high school sports. Have you jumped in a river yet? I don't know the answer, so I'm going with Alvern. Plus, they're at home, so I like the Broncos at home there. All right, here's a good Division Four game that pops up out of nowhere. Raymond, your Rams. My are Raymond a Rams. Good, a good Bishop Brady team. Uh, I, I'm going to go. I can't remember who I picked in this one. I did a staff pick. Uh, I think I picked Bishop Brady to win this game. Yeah, I think I'm going with Bishop Brady. Well, uh, that's where th- th- this is your first mistake, Dave, because uh, the Raymond Rams are a juggernaut, unlike the uh, unlike the the likes of which we've never seen, and uh, I expect them to uh, go into the land of the Giants and come out victorious. I'm taking my right. Raymond Rams. That's right. I hope these I hope these kids are aware of how much you're they're not into them. They they yeah. they have no idea who I am, but I'm behind well, them nonetheless. The uh, the next game that we're at, the other game we're at tonight, Manadnock at home against Lebanon. Uh, this is a terrific football game. I I really went back and forth on this one. I ended up going with Lebanon because I picked Lebanon number two in the preseason, and I feel like I got to stick with them. And I absolutely think they can obviously win this game. But um, uh, this could go either way. It's a terrific football game. It's going to be one in the trenches. But uh, Medanock, Lebanon, Pete Terrier, and Jennifer Chickwood will be out there tonight. So we're excited about that one. What do you think? Let me throw a couple numbers at you, Dave Haley. Uh, six. Do you know what you know what that number represents? When you score a touchdown? The number of points Manadnock has allowed through two games. Uh, another number, uh, 92. Do you know what that number represents? How many points they've scored? How many points they've scored? And uh, With them being at home, I'm going to go with the Huskies here. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it's going to be – I mean, Lebanon got a big boy win last week against Trinity, 21-7. That was a really good win. Absolutely. Um, no. If this game was at Lebanon, I might lean towards Lebanon, but being at Mananoc such a tough place to go get a W. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, uh, Carisage Mount Royal at home against Hillsborough during Hopkinton. Uh, the team, you know, every year what's so fun about what we do is, you know – you get to pick that team that you haven't covered before in person and go out and see those guys. And Hillsborough, Deering, Hopkinson is one of those teams. Like, I really want to get out there on a Saturday afternoon and go cover those guys. They're going to be playing t- uh, tonight at Kearsas. I like them in a big way. Colby Quiet is humongous. <laughs> Colby Quiet and Keegan Mills are just staring at each other from across the state, mm. putting up ridiculous numbers in, in Division Three. I like uh, and I like uh Jay Woods team. Yeah, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I could be. I believe Colby Quiet also is related to Sherm Chester, the voice of God. I think that's his nephew. That's so, uh, yeah. That's like. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. That's, that's like being related to God himself in a way. I mean, Basically. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So, uh, with that being said, how can you go against uh, the Red Hawks here? I'm picking Hillsborough during Hopkinton. Are we positive that, remember on The Simpsons, sometimes uh, God would talk to Homer? And uh, are we sure that wasn't Sherm Chester? I can't confirm that it wasn't. So uh. okay, all right. I'm going to say I'm going to throw that out there, and we'll let people go figure it out and, and do some research. Uh, Laconia at home against Summersworth. Uh, I like the Sagems. Summersworth uh, came out. I was told against Benadnock throwing the football. Um, didn't have a lot of success with it, and the problem was. They went a lot of three and outs early, and their defense spent a tremendous amount of time on the field against Mananoc, and Mananoc likes that because they like to wear you down. So um, I do like Laconia uh, to come out on top of this one. They picked up their first win last weekend. I like them to go 2-1. and one. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough to pick Summersworth when they haven't scored a point yet, but I'm the type of guy that does irrational things like that, so I'm going to go with the Hilltoppers at Laconia to get their first win of the season. All right, last one is Interlakes. This one at home, they're playing a night game at Interlakes Moulton Interlakes on a Friday night? Interlakes Moulton I love it when I just question the, the things I'm reading to people like anybody <laughs> should believe me because I don't even believe it myself. Interlakes Moulton at home against Stevens, Paul Silva's crew. Paul, Silva's, Paul Silva, I think, is uh, well-documented, is our guy. Uh, I like Stevens to go over there. They had a big upset loss last week to uh, Newport, but I like him to bounce back and get the win and beat Interlakes Moulton in a rematch of the championship game where you and I put on those silly helmets. Not only is it a night game, it's listed at 8 p.m., really. It's, uh, the, 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 SC, the SEC, uh, CBS has told the SEC to move that game to 8 p.m. They want that one in primetime. Uh, oh. Go ahead. Can we, just, can we just do something real quick? Um, will you do me a favor and just stay away from me on Saturday night at 8 o'clock? Just, I don't want any text messages from you while you know what's happening <laughs> between the hedges. I don't uh, need you. Well, are you watching a snuff film? Is that what's going on? Oh, in, in, in a sense, you will be, right? <laughs> On the contrary, sir, I think I'm going to watch one of the great wins that Notre Dame has had in recent history. But I don't need to hear from you and the 17 other people I talk to once a year who reach out to me only when Notre Dame is losing. So just leave me alone Saturday you, night. Let you me just kind of deal with this on my own. UNH plays at 6. So you have nothing to worry about. I will be, I'll, right, I'll have my own stuff going on. But I will say this. It'll be nice to have them uh, get a big loss to a, a real football team early rather than wasting our time in December or January. That's all I'll say yeah, about great. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like they're going to get killed. Yeah, they played two years ago, and they lost 20-19, to 19, had the ball with four minutes left to win the game. But, no, that's okay. They're going to get killed. Whatever. So, okay, whatever. Everyone keeps saying that. See, I'm already annoyed. All right, we're moving on to Saturday. <laughs> 
Uh, I know they could get. I know I'm a little nervous. Uh, <laughs> George George is pretty good. Um, BG at home. This is a good one on Saturday. BG at home against Portsmouth Oyster River. I'm confused if I'm supposed to call them Portsmouth Clipper Cats or Portsmouth Oyster River Clippers. I'm confused. Like, what do people want me to do from Portsmouth? I should. I was out last night in Portsmouth. I was at TJ's. I know that will shock you. And I probably just should have like pulled everybody there. But what are we calling them? I'm still going with the Clippers. It's whatever Brian Pafford wants you to call them. I think officially they're the Clipper Cats. I still just call them the Clippers. Clipper Cats is awkward. So Clippers. And, okay. and, and I like Portsmouth in this one. Okay. I do, too. I like Portsmouth in this one. I think they picked up a really good win uh, against Winnicott on the road last week. I think they're going to do two in a row. I think they're going to win two games in a row. We believe in that coaching staff. Really good one. Um, this is kind of one of the really one of the best robberies in the state of New Hampshire over the last five years, Goffstown. At home, Pete Terry's adopted hometown against Bedford. Both teams are 2-0. and This is a really, really, really good game. I'm going to go with Bedford. I picked him in staff picks, but um, could go either way, but I'm going to go with the defending champs. Uh, so two years in a row, uh, two weeks in a row, you don't believe in Justin Huff. That's established fact now. That's canon. You you don't think he's a good coach. You keep picking against terrible. him. Terrible. I don't think he knows what he's doing. Got- I'm not even sure he knows the rules. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, course that's, not. That, that's a little shocking, Dave. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> But uh, the facts are facts, and I'll I'll go with the uh, I will go with the Grizzlies here, uh, and only because they're at home. But again, real close game, I predict uh, one score. Maybe maybe you seek it to ten points at some point. But yeah. I'm going with Goffstown. I think it'd be a really good game. Uh, two really good. Uh, you know, Zach Matthews off to a tremendous start with Bedford, and and as we we talk about all the time, Justin Huff and that whole crew at Goffstown is one of the best coaches staffs in the state. Uh, they get a shout out to Caden Perry was our first. Adrenaline fundraising, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Player of the Week. So we took a picture and got him his gear, his gift card, all that good stuff. So it's like when I gave Johnny Cantwell from Dover a $20 gift card from Buffalo Wild Wings when he won the poll one week. I said, do not take Ty Vicko to Buffalo Wild Wings. Please just take a girl or, or somebody else. Do not take one of your picks. So Caden Perry, same same thing. Yeah. Spend it wisely. There you $20 go. $20 gift card. Merrimack Valley at home. I don't want to talk about what Merrimack Valley did last week. Let's what, move what did they do last week? I, I, I missed. I, I was out of the, I was in Florida. I missed studied. it. I, they had classes as usual at Merrimack Valley High School. Well, they, took, they, they took somebody to school, didn't they? <laughs> that was mean. I'm sorry. I apologize. doesn't happen very often. Give for Belmont. Let them hang around a little bit. And uh, Merrimack Valley stole it in the end. Let's just move along. Good win for Merrimack Valley. Very improved team, as we've been saying. They've got a good game. They've, they're at home against Kennett. Kennett's 2-0. and and Kenneth changed, as I wrote in the preview, changed their offense to the wing tee. Um, they pretty much have you know, gone with the Plymouth model uh, over there, Vaughn uh, Beckwith. I, I give them a lot of credit, Kenneth, for kind of switching up you know, what they do in their philosophies. But so far, it's been very effective there, 2 and I like Kenneth to go on and beat Mary McDonald. I think it was a pretty good game. Yeah, I do too. I like Canada as well, but yeah, it's it's sometimes you see uh, you know I don't know if you know this day, but uh, football coaches can sometimes be a little bit stubborn. And credit to Von Beckwith and his staff for uh, switching things up. So I will uh, I'll also go with Canada in that one. David versus Goliath at Plymouth High School on Saturday. The three-time defending champion Plymouth Bobcats versus my Guilford Belmont. Golden Eagles. Oh no! The the the, the blue and gold and red. Gilbert, <laughs> Belmont. They've been getting a kick out of you and I making fun of them. By the way, their school colors. But uh, just fix the, the uniforms. That's all. Just uh, I know. There's a way to do it. So I wrote about this game quite a bit. I'm gonna. I mean, I could sit here and and, and pick Guilford Belmont because they're my school. But you have I mean, to. the fact is, I 
I do believe that Plymouth is, is, is going to win this football game. But I don't think that Gilbert has to win. I just think that they've got to prove they can hang in there. If they can play with Plymouth the entire game, um, then I think they can take a lot out of it. So, you know, I want to see them get up there and, and make this a very competitive football game. And I, yeah, I absolutely think they can do it. So don't Plymouth, don't, I, I, don't I, be a coward. Just pick your, your alma mater. Don't be a coward. Pick him. Right, we're going to shock the world. That's right. That's what I like to see. Chris Sanborn, did you hear that? Dave Haley picking against you again. No, he gets mad when I pick him. He doesn't get mad at me when I pick against him. Now if, he's now, mad at me. Uh, once, yeah, he hears that you've picked, once he hears you picked your alma mater, he's going to put that on the bulletin board. Dave Haley doesn't believe in us. That's, well, I did. they played last year, and some staff picks to kind of honor your – I mean, I remember you picking Spalding to be picked in one year, so I, that's right. I honored you by picking Guilford Belmont and – and all, some of these Plymouth parents like saw me at the game. Like, did you really think we were going to lose that game? I'm like, no. Can't <laughs> <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I'll roll Bo with Plymouth in that one. <laughs> Bo is at home against John Stark. The John Stark, the banged up John Stark Generals. They seem to kind of lose guys by the week. But um, I like Bo. Uh, I'm on record that I think Bo is a team very, very capable of getting the UNH. I like uh, Stephen Gret and company to. Uh, to win that game. Yeah, you know a place you don't want to be banged up going into is Bo. So I will go yeah. with Bo in this one. Big and physical. Sanborn at home against St. Thomas. I like St. Thomas uh, to get their second win of the year. By the way, we call by the way, we call Bill Simmons and uh and if everyone does doesn't listen to him and Cousin Sal on Monday, it's awesome. They pick the lines for the game. Bill Simmons lost the first two weeks and McIsaac and I are convinced <laughs> that he cheats. Yeah. And he gets the lines so that he goes and does it. He somehow miraculously won week three after he uh Yes, he lost the first two weeks. I'm gonna hit this one. Ex- one. I'm gonna hit this one exact, Sal. Oh, really? I had no idea. Yeah. Four and a half. I had no idea yeah. that was the exact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Five more stories about his son this week. So <laughs> keep in track of this kid. Uh, who's gonna be on? Who's that kid? Is it bad for me to say that kid is six years away from TMZ or no? Is that not good? Sorry, not say that. I'd say that's uh, optimistic. I'd say like three years, but yeah, yeah. That kid, boy. Um, St. Thomas. Uh, I like them too to go Stanborn and win. Yep. And uh, shout out to Dave Bryan, who got his uh, first win, taking over for here for his this uh, time. Coach Brown over at uh, at St. Thomas gets his first W. Had so, to come from like behind that. to do it too. Yeah, I'll I'll take the Saints in this one as well. The Golden Tornadoes of Franklin, one of the great names in all of high school sports. The Golden Tornadoes, not tornadoes. That's right. Golden. There's a color. Uh, playing Fall Mountain. At home, I'm going to go with Fall Mountain in this one. I'm, I still believe in Orion Binney and Fall Mountain. By the way, I am chasing down Division Four coaches. I'm having trouble getting them on the phone, but I am chasing down D4. I did a little deep dive on Winnesquam this week, and I hope to do one or two of those every single week on D14. All right, and so somebody listening to the podcast needs to answer this question for me because I don't know. At one point, uh, Spalding, a uh, former great Spalding running back, Kerry Boo Boo Glue, one of the great names in high school football, was an assistant coach at Franklin. I don't know if he still is or not, So, uh, but I'm going to assume he is, and based solely on that, I'm going to go with Franklin and the fact that they're the Golden Tornadoes. That feels like enough to pick them. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Car- that's good. Kerry yeah. Boo Boo Glue, what a great name. There you go. It is fantastic. Um, yeah, not not number one of all time. River Fish. Yes. Still number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number one all time. Um, Farmington Newt at home against Mascoma. It's not Mascoma Valley. It's just Mascoma. Stop calling it Mascoma Valley. I'm not repeating it. That's a long drive. Uh, I like Mascoma. The Royals lost a very close game to Bishop last week. I like them to beat Farmington Newt on the road. Yeah, I think if Adam Thurston could come out and play a box in one, they're going to have a chance here. Yeah, no, it's a football slow- game. 
Football. What's that? Football game. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll go with that being said, I'll go with Mascoma Valley. I did from from our friend Joel Shagnon at Colin. A little shout out to Colin Sports as I I'm buying a lot of gear off him uh, for all the all the players' locker room members are getting NA Sports Page shirts. I was texting with Joel Shagnon from Farmington, who uh, who's over at Colin Sports this week, and he said Farmington's got some six two six one six two like eighth grade and ninth grade kids coming in. All right, size for Adam Thurston coming soon. Here we go. We get some rebounds. Well, basketball news for you in September. I like it. All right, we only got three games left. You found at home against Winnesquam. Uh, I like the Bears. I'm going with Those the Bears. Boys. Uh, Phil Nichols, by the way, is 20, 26 for 32 passing on the season for over 500 yards. That seems good. I don't follow sports, but it seems good. Is is Newfound not the Bears as well? They're the Bears. Yeah. Battle of the Bears. Yeah, so I'm going with the Bears. No, I'll go with I'll go with Squam here, like Winnesquam. And we're going out there. Jan and I are going out there, I think, three weeks. Uh, they're going to play at home against Mascoma. On a Friday night, I believe it's their homecoming. Winscombe, we're going to be there because Jen and I want to go where we can guarantee that we will not see a nor'easter for a second year in a row there. So we're going to go in October. There can't be a nor'easter in October. Not sure even there can. Even. Why not? Climate change. <laughs> um, <and then laughs> I, was, get, I was waiting for that. Yeah, you, you it's a, a, it's a hoax. <laughs> Campbell, are we still on? Are we still recording this? Campbell at home against Newport. Newport with a big win over Stevens, and now they got to go to Campbell. Uh, so they're going to go in with a lot of confidence. Uh, Keegan Mills uh, and Carter Vedrani. I like the boys from Campbell. Uh, Sweeney's been doing a nice job at uh, Connor Sweeney at quarterback for Campbell. Uh, I like I like the Cougars a lot to, to win this one. Yeah, Keegan Mills sent me a nice uh, DM a couple weeks ago about uh, after I rode around in the top ten, and uh, yeah, great win for Newport. I don't think it's going to happen two weeks in a row. I like Campbell in this one pretty no. big. No, that would be amazing. His last game, this is a weird matchup to see these two kids, these two teams playing each other, but Trinity is playing Epping Newmarket. Trinity and Epping Newmarket. I, I can't remember the last time those teams would have matched up, but um, I like uh, Trinity, uh, John Tebow, to, to win this one comfortably at home over Epping Newmarket. Let's see if Hunter Bullock can establish the low post inside, although Wendy and Gabriel's still, probably got a size football, advantage. Still, fo- still, football. <laughs> still football? Yeah, I'll go with Trinity. That's uh, the- Yeah. I, by the way, I would like Trinity in the basketball game, too. <laughs> this year? Last couple of years, maybe you like Epping in that one, right? Uh, yeah, okay. It's kind of big, those Epping kids. We'll see. Hey, listen, <laughs> I am the John the Baptist at D4. I won't, yeah. yeah maybe maybe, maybe that's a Jamboree matchup someday. Epping and that's Trinity. True. That's true. So, um, I ride or die with Hunter Bullock, no question. Um, so, as we kind of wrap this up, uh, funny you mentioned that. In the next few weeks, um, little basketball news here at the end. We have picked the teams, and we have all the matchups set for our coaches for our college, Jamboree. I don't even know which one. Is it eighth? Seventh? How many years? I can't remember. I can't remember what I did hey, this morning. Do you want to hear the funniest thing? This is how I know what year it is. It's the seventh because K.J. Maddie. This is ready? This is the easy way. K.J. Maddie from Lebanon was a freshman at <laughs> Lebanon High School in year one of the Jamboree. He's now a junior at Bowdoin College. <laughs> What yeah. what happens when KJ graduates from Bowden? How are you going to keep? Uh, uh, Never going to be able to figure it out. Yeah, Never. he's going to just stay in school forever. Keep Matty, just keep paying those bills. <laughs> we'll wander around in the darkness, like not knowing where to go. So those matchups set. I actually told all the coaches this week what time they're playing, who they're playing. Haven't released that yet. So you and I are going to in the next few weeks. We're going to do a basketball podcast announcing the Jamboree matchups uh, for December fourteenth. Very late. Yeah, um, what's up with that? 
so so Division One basketball doesn't start practice until December ninth. As I was saying to my good friend Nate Stanton, whose birthday was yesterday from Londonderry, I'm like, Kentucky will play like eight or nine games by the time Exeter High School has a basketball practice. So that's how late they're starting, December ninth. That, that's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So December fourteenth is the jamboree, and um, we're going to have an uh, announcement on all the matchups and uh, and all that stuff. I may have just given away one of the teams by saying I talked to Nate Stanton, so, but only like really the Spoiler people dig in. By the way, Keith Morrison from Dateline, by the way, is doing a, a, a crime podcast now. You might want to listen to that. Who is? Keith Morrison from Dateline. I don't watch Dateline, Dave. You, you, you don't know Keith Morrison that Bill Hader always says? <laughs> he's the guy who says DNA, that pesky DNA. He's doing a podcast about uh, r- real crime. So this is something to keep you. So those long drives to and fro from your radio show. Just something to keep in mind. Okay. I still don't know who that is, but that's fine. All right. <laughs> all right. I, I find that inconceivable. So, all right. So Alvern and uh, Alvern is playing. Good, good grief. I got up so early. Alvern is playing who tonight, and you're going to be there on top of the press box. Remind me. Sauhegan. Sauhegan. That's right. Yes. River jumping. I need questions on river jumping one way oh, or the uh, other. And then, yeah, Manadnock, and, and then Manadnock at home against Lebanon. So we'll have all the highlights. Nicole's going to have the highlights of our game on Sunday because she's got to work super, super early at Marshall uh, on Saturday morning. But the, all those highlights, the post game, all that stuff will be up. You get to see it on Sunday before we get ready to watch the Patriots win 52-3 to over the, uh, the New York Jets. That's right. And uh, UNH needs a W badly this Saturday. We should have had it at FIU. Uh, refs kind of hosed us and uh, a couple of mistakes, but uh, – I'm predicting a win over Rhode Island this weekend, uh, Dave Haley. So uh, that's uh, if you want to listen to that, 5.30 for the pregame, 6 o'clock on the Wildcat Radio Network. And uh, Spalding and uh, win a cut at Warriors tonight on MOSN. The link will be on nhsportspage.com. So a lot of options for you football-wise, Dave. Very good. we got a lot of stuff. And then, of course, the McIsaac Top 10 on Monday morning. That's right. And uh, we'll be back next week with another nhsportspage.com podcast. Thanks to our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings for uh, Wild Wings in English for making this one possible. See you. Uh, see you around, buddy. See you, bud. Thank you. Yeah.